Welcome to this week's Changement of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm Barf Buttface. Great name. Uh, <laughs> this week we're talking about the number ones for the month of June. Uh, yeah, I'm Matt Golden. I'm not Barf Buttface. Uh, you might have thought that because I said that. It's not true. You really pulled the wool over just <laughs> millions of eyes. Yeah, yeah, everybody was convinced. I hate to be the bearer mm-hmm. of bad news. I really don't have a cool name like Are that. Are you sure you don't run a prank show? <laughs> did you were you did you host punked uh i have my von dutch trucker hat does that count as for anything yeah that means you hosted punk yep damn i am cool well let's go ahead and jump into it uh this week we're going to jump with our only idw book uh which is a book called yusagi yojimbo i believe if i mispronounced that i'm sorry i'm sure uh, we are butchering that but that's how i would say it too uh written and drawn by stan sakai uh i saw today that Yusagi Yojimbo, uh, and granted, this is the first one it's done on, on IDW, so it's, it is technically a number one. Yes. However, I saw volume 33 <laughs> from Dark Horse uh, today at the comic book shop. Yeah, so uh, this is my first introduction to the world of uh, Yusagi Yojimbo, and it was about a samurai rabbit who mostly attended a, a puppet show. Yeah, uh, there was no samuraiing from the semi- yeah. samurai rabbit. Um, so I l- largely thought it was okay. Like, I don't, I don't really, I don't read manga. It's not for me. Uh, uh, I do watch some anime now and then, uh, but it's just not a world that I'm super familiar with. Uh, I, I think you're thinking of hentai, not anime. Oh, okay. No, that I, I'm well versed in. Uh, <laughs> um, but so this it just felt a little slow to me. I wasn't familiar with the character. Uh, it's like, it was it seemed like a stuff for people like who love t- uh, Ninja Turtles, but wanted like a more serious, more version of it. Like this would be a great step for them. Uh, maybe have you read any of Kevin Eastman's work? No. Uh, I hear it's actually pretty dark. Uh, I actually want to check out some of that stuff. Uh, but something about this book, which is unique for Yusagi Yojimbo, because my comic book dealer, uh, which I will call him a dealer <laughs> because he feeds my terrible mm-hmm. habit. Of buying comic mm-hmm. books. So this is the first time this book has been in color. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you so go. for longtime fans of Yusagi Yojimbo, I'm sure it's a landmark issue for them, too. Uh, they are creaming their jeans. <laughs> uh, I was not creaming my jeans. Okay. So kind of the same thoughts for it that was, one. It was fine. Yeah, it was it fine. Was it wasn't bad. bad. It's just, it just not for me and my taste. It's a three-issue series uh, for this first one. And it, I'm sure it'd be okay as a collected edition. Yeah, it might be pretty interesting. Sure, as the lead in, yeah, yeah. I I will not be reading any, any more. You, you saw you, Jimbo. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump to DC now. Uh, DC had one of their rare events uh, with Leviathan, uh, <laughs> written by Brian Michael Bendis and drawn by and art by Alex Maleev. Hey, these events for DC are actually, and we'll talk about it in a second, are getting pretty massive right now. Yeah, I mean, Marvel does one like every like three to six months, uh, which are always fun events for the most part. DC is more held back, but you're right. They're getting massive in scope and scale. It's literally had like a massive scope uh, to it. It felt like as a reader. Yeah. I mean, you're a hundred percent right. Marvel has 18 billion characters and they've always got mini series going on left and right, but DC doesn't really get to do that as much. So it's, it's fun to really get to play with it. 
Uh, Marvel had two that wrapped up today that I got the last one for. Uh, X-Men Grand Design, uh, promoting that. Woo-woo, great stuff. Last War of the Realms ended today. And War of yeah. the Realms ended today as well, uh, which is Jason Aaron's uh, last foray into Thor until next month. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if yeah. you like comic yeah. books and you read Jason Aaron, you will lack that joke. Um. So what would you think of Leviathan? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I thought it was, it was cool. great too. It's like if you're on like a lot of like action, it doesn't happen in this There's book. There's no action. Yeah, in this book. it, was, it is all dialogue. But like, it, it's what Bendis does great. Like, it's just characters talking and pushing a story story forward. Yep. Uh, and it's essentially for the most part just four characters: Batman, Lois Lane, Green Arrow, uh, Green Arrow, and the question. Uh, I forgot the question. Although he's kind of the background. Uh. And uh, Steve, uh, whatever, Steve from Argus. I can't remember his last name right now. Steve Trevor. Trevor, thank you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I forgot about Steve Trevor entirely. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it it was great, too. Like, you get to see Batman doing detective work. You get to see him not trusting Lois Lane. You get to see Steve Trevor basically narrating exactly what Batman's doing in his mind right yep. now. Uh, and Batman's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was great. And you see Green Arrow pop out of nowhere and just electrocute Steve Tre- Trevor. Yeah. Uh, from acting, acting out of line. And it's characters that you wouldn't see team up that often. You've seen Batman Green Arrow team up. Uh, but to have a major event happen and to have it be these four characters is really cool. It's interesting. Yeah. Essentially, like, also, too, like, Argus has been destroyed. The DEO is destroyed. Spiral, Cadmus, all these long institutions of evil uh, are gone. Amanda Waller is missing or dead. Uh, Let's hope dead. Yeah. I like yeah, when people yeah. are dead. Uh, I, I mean, not in real life, but yeah, like sure, in sure, comic sure. books. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's awesome. And like Matt said, uh, we get to see a glimpse of the question in the background as well, too, yeah. which I'd lo- I want to see more questions in the DC Universe in general. So I'd like to see. Uh, the question is just Rorschach without any ink on his face. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, uh, kind of. A little less violent. Yeah, slightly. Much better detective. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rorschach's not that great. But same sense of style. Yeah. Identical sense of style. Um, but so, like, I'm excited to see where this event goes. Uh, I'm all on board with Leviathan. It's almost like Brian Michael Bendis is, like, a really good writer. Yeah. I don't get it. He, like, came out of nowhere. A lot of people, like, I know people have their issues with Bendis, but I'm a big Bendis fan. And, like, this is the kind of stuff that makes me excited that he's moved to DC. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see him, like, try and take on some darker tones and stuff. He leaned definitely pretty heavy into the positive aspects of Lois Lane and Steve Trevor and Green Arrow to kind of counterbalance what little we saw of the question in Batman. Um, but I, I still really enjoyed it. And I'll say the art is gorgeous as always. Like Alex and Lee's stuff is always top notch. Uh, he doesn't slack off here at all too. No. Oh my God. The art is incredible. It's really, really good. Um, let's move on to our next massive DC event. Yeah. Uh, Superman year one by Frank Miller uh, and art by John Romita Jr. Like Alex and Leave, Darmy Jr. Art is always great. I've always liked his style. I don't Just know how like you his feel. Papa. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, and I really enjoyed the story. Yeah. Uh, also, spoilers for this book, all the books we talked about previously, and all the ones we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh well. Uh, we kind of got in late on that one. This book feels massive in scale. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's much like uh, Frank Miller's acclaimed Batman Year One. He's doing the same thing with Superman now. But uh, he's he's going back. I mean. Batman Year One, Batman is a uh, much more easy character to write, I think, than Superman. Because the entire first 
third of Batman Year One is spent in Clark Kent's childhood and early teen years. Yeah, and like I, I love the high school stuff. Like I loved the him dealing with bullies and like how you yeah. deal not when they pick on you but when they pick and like make your friends' lives miserable. This book did not get much critical acclaim. I, I know it's just it sad. I, a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. It was. We haven't seen like we saw. The closest thing is Smallville TV series, obviously, but it didn't. And like, I love Smallville, but it didn't hand it with like the depth you see here. Uh, in you know how much issue. Superman we got in this first book uh, called Superman Year One? Zero. Yeah. And I'm more than okay with. Yeah, it, it was stories I didn't know that I wanted to hear, but like, yeah. I'm glad. And it's like him trying to figure out how he helps people without using just his fist or his heat vision. Uh, and you it, it, it didn't feel like hacked or cliched or no, anything. No, no, you don't get to know why Superman is who he is without going through this part of the story, and going through it as in depth as we did here was more pleasing than I could have ever imagined. And I don't want to spoil, it, but it does end on an interesting take as well or hook that we haven't seen yeah. Superman as well too. So I'm really yeah. excited to see where the series he goes. He adds a whole new element to Superman's uh, backstory. And we should mention this is also a DC black label book, so it's magazine size uh, and oversized as well too. I'm really loving the DC Black Label right now. Uh, they just announced a whole bunch of stuff um, uh, for the fall on their Black Label. So I can't wait to keep seeing what they're going to do. I know Kelly Sudeconic's got a book coming out soon. Uh, I really liked Lost Night on Earth last month. Uh, they wrapped up Batman Damned uh, mm-hmm. on this new comic book day as well, which I'm very excited to get home and read. Yeah, I'm excited for when the trade comes out and hardcover, so the pa- paperback comes 19 out nineteen months in 2025. <laughs> uh, yeah, if there's one thing DC is not good at, it's <laughs> making me happy when trades come out. Yeah, good job. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and jump over to Image. On that note, uh, the first book that we're talking about from Image is The Ride, Burning uh, Desire. Yes, yeah, sorry, I didn't want to forget the subtitle. Yes, because The uh, Ride is a book that came out previously in 2004, if yes. I'm not mistaken, by Doug Wagner. Wagner. Uh, and this art in this book is by Daniel Hilliard and Adam Hughes and other writers have written uh, the ride as well too. So it's had revolving writers in the series over the time. And I don't know really much or anything of this book's history, but I enjoyed both the stories in this. I didn't think they were great, but they were entertaining. Uh, and I would read more for sure. Yeah, I will definitely uh, pick this up in a trade format uh, if I have money at the time, which I'm sure I will because I'm rich. Story about uh, a former disgraced <laughs> cop working as a... Uh, bouncer at a strip club. Is, nope, at a exotic sorry, dance club. Because they don't get undressed. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the backup story is about a woman who's kidnapped uh, and kills her attackers while dressing as a uh, pink unicorn. Yeah. Uh, uh, it is absolutely bizarre and unique and fun. Yeah, I agree. It's fun. And I like to see where both those characters go, which is, I think, what you want out of first issue. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing groundbreaking, but it was enjoyable. Yep. Uh, and I would definitely read more of this. Oh, yeah, same. Uh, the next uh, number one we have from Image is a book called Sonata, uh, written by David Hine with art by Brian uh, with art by Brian Haberlin. Uh, this book to me was just okay. Uh, like, hey, it, Brian Haberlin was great. Yeah, I thought the art was really good. I thought the art was fantastic. The art was the best part of this book. Yeah, the writing was really weak to me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's a fantasy type world, uh, like a dystopian type of fantasy type world, which is something I'm normally all about, but. The characters bored me. The writing bored me. The motivation. The hook at the end bored me as well, too. It, the dialogue was so weak. And yeah. It seemed really forced. And it seemed like it was a very early... I mean, I don't really want to disrespect this guy, but much disrespect your way, bro. I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't here for That's it. That's fair. 
I do not stand this book. Well, how'd you feel about our last image book, Thumbs, uh, written by Sean Lewis, art by Hayden Sherman? I believe this is a mini series. Um, it was like 50 pages or something like that of pure entertainment. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, sort of a little slow for me, but it picked up the more I learned about the world. Yep. Uh, essentially, it's a world where uh, the main character, him and his sister, had a virtual babysitter called Mom. Uh, who, who would like cook for him and all that sort of stuff, discipline him. They lived in a trailer park uh, in a world where people, uh, how well they game, uh, is seen as like a terrorist actor. I can't see the United States. It definitely has vibes of, uh, what's that? I can't remember the book and movie that movie that Steven Spielberg did recently. Ready Player One. Yeah. Uh, vibes of that, but much more grounded and less fantastic than that approach. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see where this goes. Uh, the art was good. Uh, it wasn't it's all black, gray, and pink. With pink, yeah. Yeah. So the pink stands out, uh, which for an interesting effect. And the book theme has a title character, Thumb, so that also makes you stick out as well, too. Yeah, I, I thought this book was fantastic. Um, I can't say enough about it. I don't know, since it's a miniseries, if I'm going to pick up the rest of the individual issues. However, I will say, I always tell you that I do not purchase miniseries. I've been doing that recently. Yeah, you're a liar. Yeah. I realized that the covers look really nice when set out one next to the other. So I just set them out and then masturbate yeah. furiously. That's what comics are for. <laughs> um, but we're going to go transition into Marvel, which usually has the base number one. And this month is no exception uh, to the amount of number ones they have. We're going to start with the Black Cat series written by Jed McKay, uh, which I really enjoyed. It was good. Uh, it was I, It fun. was really, really good. Uh, it, had, it had references to Nick Spencer's Amazing Spider-Man run uh, with the Thieves Guild. Uh, it had Black Cat with her two henchmen, which I enjoyed as well. The backup story was a lot of fun as well. It features her old mentor uh, with his own henchmen dealing with Dracula. It was just it was just a fun ride, though. nothing too serious, uh, but just something that's fun and enjoyable. And I can't wait to read more for this series. Yeah, this is one I won't be. I don't pick up Marvel series typically, um, even if they're really really good, like Immortal Hulk. I stop after a minute, uh, but I will be getting it in trade paperback because this is this is a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of Hulk, we're going to move on to the wow, Incredible you Hulk. You didn't let me talk about that at all. Thanks yeah, a lot. Thanks no for problem. Because now we're moving on to the Incredible Hulk. Because the art was fantastic. The art was great. The story was amazing. Read uh, this book. Yeah, read read Black Cat. Yeah. Just do it. And the variant cover that I picked up was was just beautiful. This is getting a reprint as well, I believe. So if your shop doesn't have it now, they should have it. Black uh, Cat? Yeah. Is it really? I think so. Fucking good for uh, them. They I deserve it. Could not, be wrong about that. Not but. often do... Uh, kind of side characters and rogues get really uh, a massive storyline like this one, and it was enjoyable. Now, before we so rudely interrupted, because you actually want to talk about a comic, we're going to talk about The Incredible Hulk, uh, written by Peter David and art by uh, Dale Cohn. Uh, this is P- Incredible Hulk Last Call. It's a one-shot issue. Uh, it Basically, it's getting a classic team together back again. Uh, Peter David and Dale wrote an amazing Incredible Hulk run back in the day. Uh, it's just giving another shot to continue and reunite the artist and writer for just continuing a little bit of the story that they told before. And I didn't think I was going to like this issue that much. And I love Peter David, but I really enjoyed this issue for what it was. It wasn't bad. Uh, it wasn't bad at all. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, it was Banner basically being suicidal. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. On Christmas. Yeah, on yeah. Christmas. Yeah, which it was this one much better if it came out during. It would have been an amazing Christmas issue if it came out around that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a fun, easy read. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't say fun because he's really suicidal, yeah. but it was it was thoroughly enjoyable, and you could tell this team had a lot of chemistry. Uh, the writer knew what he was doing with the Hulk. 
the one thing I will say, I hate one shots. Like yeah, one normally shots I'm not a huge me. fan of one shots, but I enjoyed this. One thing, this is a weird thing about the comic itself, of the story, but at the very end, it shows you the collected trades of the series that, the, that they did together, which is nice. But also shows, and also the issues are available Marvel Limited for issues like six thirty six through six fifty nine. I thought that was kind of cool as well too. Yeah, I just encourage neat. people to read like this classic series and give them easy access to it. Yeah, it it left me with a new because I really enjoy the Immortal Hulk, uh, and I kind of want to read some yeah. Hulk. I've read I've read the big storylines. I've read World War World War Hulk. Yeah, Planet Hulk, all that shit. Like. This gives me something else to read now. Yeah, I love Immortal Hulk. I think it's amazing. Arguably the best series at Marvel right now. This isn't as good, but I still think it's a fun Hulk series or a standalone issue for it. I should it say. Immortal Hulk is arguably the best thing at Marvel yeah. right now. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to the Spider-Man annual, uh, which is Peter Porker, the Spectacular Spider-Ham, uh, written by Jason Latour, Phil Lord, Christopher Miller. Uh, obviously, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, uh, the geniuses behind uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh the TV shows like Last Man on Earth uh, and other wonderful things that they've done. 21 Jump Street. Uh, their credits are, oh, Clone High, another great thing that they've done together for animation. Uh, with art by David LaFuente Pont- La- and Rico Rinzai. Holy shit, this book was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of it fun. It was just fun. Yeah, uh, Seeing Spider-Gwyn was a lot of fun as a penguin. Uh, but what was your favorite uh, animal Marvel character uh, hybrid that we saw? Uh, it was uh, Gene DeWolf because I actually read the death of Gene DeWolf like a month ago. Oh, really? So to yeah. see that character brought back yeah. and not a lot of uh, spider, like despite being one of the biggest storylines ever in, in Spider-Man, uh, I don't think that a lot of people know who Gene DeWolf is. I agree. Um, it was fun. It was, yeah. I was like, wow, that's a big, awesome pull. Uh, so, and it was just one panel. I like seeing Kong Pen, the giant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kong yeah. Pen was yeah. great. Yep. Uh, Doctor Doom was great as well too. Doom, uh, yeah. It was just—I mean, it was a lot of fun. Nothing but um, puns the yeah, entire time. Yeah. With Marvel characters, and I—it was fun. It was yeah. just a good time. Yeah. Peter Man was great as well too. <laughs> yeah. It was just the six-armed Peter. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was it, Parker Peterson? Yes, Parker Peterson. <laughs> uh, it, it was just one like normally Spider Ham uh, is a side character uh, in almost every issue that he's in, and he's fun. Uh, just like he was fun in the Spider-Verse, but I see him take center stage for an oversized annual. Yep. And he got to have a moment with the other greatest um, animal superhero of Marvel. Um, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to Silver Surfer Black, uh, written by Donny Cates, art by Treadmore. This is an issue that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I love Silver Surfer. I love Donny Cates. I love Treadmore. So I was really excited to see what they brought together. Uh it has tie-ins, a brief tie-in, with Kate's Guardians of the Galaxy run uh, to start off the issue. Yeah. Uh, and then it feels like a lot of Silver Surfer issues where there's a lot of like existential dread and regret and loneliness, but it was done so well, I feel like. Yeah, I thought Donnie Cates was really tapping into a uh, Tom King, Mr. Miracle type of a thing here almost. Uh, not quite as, as big and grand as that, but man, was this issue good. Tradmore's art was superb. By far the best art of everything that we talked about today, including John Romita's amazing Superman year one. Yeah, I'd give him probably second in this. I'd probably put him behind Alex Maleev and Leviathan, but Maleev was my favorite artist out there. Yeah, that was there. so good. Uh, but uh, I agree. And for long-time readers, not a long time, but it's like diehard readers of Donny Cates, you have a lot of times with stuff. It ends with him meeting Noel, which is from his run on Venom, which is an amazing run that everyone should read. 
Uh, so it has a lot of payoff as well, too. And this is just, I want to say, a five-issue series or a six-issue series, um, sadly. Series, yeah. yeah. But I'm really excited to see where it goes and where I'm hoping Case can take uh, Norn Rad to places that we haven't seen before. I really wish that Marvel would do some maxi-series type stuff like DC does and give people a little bit more time to to really culminate some stuff. Kind of like they did with uh, with Kate's and... I think it was Kate. It was either Kate's of the Meyer and Thanos that had a, a 12-issue yeah, on it. Yeah, and they'll do it eventually. Uh, and they do sometimes. But yeah, I agree. Five issues is too short. Uh, but whatever. I mean, it worked for them. I'd rather have 12 uh, almost every time. At a minimum of six. But it is what it is. Yeah, I'm a selfish little bitch. What can I say? Yeah. Uh, our last one is Wolverine Exit Wounds. Uh, which features three Wolverine uh, stories uh, written by uh, Larry Hama with art by Scott Eden. Another second one written by Chris Claremont, art by Stevel Roca, and the last one is written by and drawn by Sam Keith. Uh, I love Wolverine. I'm a huge fan. I thought these stories were mostly okay. Yeah, none of them like were, were blow me away, but the first one I thought was really bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, for me it wasn't bad. It's just a retread of stuff that like we've already seen a hundred times I, over. I yeah. Oh, he's in a fucking science yeah. lab, getting uh, probed and prodded. I don't give a shit. The, yeah. But he, the second weapon. story, he's in Japan uh, and making ramen, which I'm all about. Yeah, that was it. Was a lot of fun. And the third one, Sam Keith has a wonderfully unique art style, and I loved it. Uh, yeah, Sam Keith is most well known for being the creator of the Max uh, Long Hang Book series, which also had a short animated series on MTV back in the day as well. Uh, but I really enjoyed it too. Uh, that I thought the Sam Keith story was the best. It was uh, Wolverine fighting Venom. Uh, didn't make a whole lot of sense. Didn't need to. But it it was just it was absurd and ridiculous. The art was over the top, and I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, the Sam Keith story was fun. Yeah. But now, as always, we're going to rank them uh, from our favorites to our least favorites. Uh, you're such an idiot. We're going to rank them from our least favorite to our most favorite. You moron. I mean, I just see a little ray of sunshine wherever I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If anybody knows the two of us, you are definitely the ray of sunshine between the two of us. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I will go ahead and be the bigger man and let you kick us off. What uh, was your least favorite? So no, uh, it just wasn't for me. I'll yeah, just say flip that, that yeah. shit. It's not a sucked <laughs> yeah. asshole. It was a really well, bad I don't book. know if I feel that strongly about it, but yeah, I didn't like it. I'll it was it. forced. It was weird. The the art was incredible. Uh, I can't wait guy. for this like this Winston Eisner, and we have to revisit it. <laughs> and we're like, well, this was really good. Like, we were totally we're like, wrong. Oh my god, it's not as yeah. one of the great. It's the new saga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, and that happens. Like more power to him. Way to prove us wrong. Hey, I own it, yeah. and I will sell it at one hundred and eight dollars <laughs> to anybody who wants it. Um, my next one, my number 10 is going to be, uh, Usagi Yojimbo. Um, this is not the rabbit samurai story for me. I hope I hear rabbit (laughs) samurai story. That appeals to me more in the future. Yeah. Flip that over. We're, we're in line so far. Uh, I think we could see some differences soon. Yeah, I think we might. Uh, my next one is going to be Wolverine exit wounds. Uh, I love the Sam Keith story, but the other ones, and I love Wolverine making ramen by Chris Claremont, but it wasn't. Even the middle tier Wolverine book. Uh, flip it over. I will say the cover is fantastic, though. Cover Arguably my, my favorite cover of the month. It's a, it's a variant, so yeah. there you go. Well, uh, you're yeah. a variant. Yeah, that was bad. It wasn't great. Uh, none of the stories stood out as amazing. There was no stakes there. I, I typically don't like one-shots where there's like three mini vignettes. Don't, not, don't care for it. 
Uh, my next one, I enjoyed the story, but it wasn't one of my favorites uh, this month. It was the Spider-Man annual Peter Porker, the Spectacular Spider-Ham. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Incredible Hulk. Uh, oh, we finally differ. Yeah, it's about time. I mean, you'll see in a second. We're pretty damn fucking close, but uh, the Incredible Hulk was my next least favorite. It wasn't bad, but again, one shots aren't my thing. Uh, I'm going to go with Thumbs. I liked it. I'm really excited to see the story goes, but this is for me, it's more of a trade type series. I want to see where the entire, I want to see it all told in uh, six issues as it's going to be. Uh, flip over Peter Porker. That was, it was fun, but it was not my favorite. Uh, my next one is going to be Ride. I really enjoyed Ride. This wasn't expecting, I didn't think I was going to like it really at all. Uh, and it really caught me by surprise and I enjoyed both the main story and the backup in this. Uh, Ride would be my next one as well. Um, good book. Uh, I might pick it up in a trade, but I mean, it was, it was fun for a little thing to talk about it. And I really enjoyed reading it. Uh, my next one's going to be black cat. The art was great. The backup was great. The mentor is fun. Uh, I'm hoping this book becomes a 12 issue, 18 issue series. I, I think we'll get it, but I will enjoy it for what it was. Uh, my next one is also black cat. Uh, I love the, I love a good heist story. Um, I'm curious to see how far they can take it and how many issues they're willing to give it. Uh, my next one is going to be the Incredible Hulk Last Call. Uh, it was a fun issue for fans of the Hulk. You should pick it up for fans of Peter David uh, and Dale's Hulk run. It's also a great uh, kind of mini button to the end of their series. This might be the most in line we've ever been because my next without one's a doubt we've never been this close. No, before. never. Uh, my next one's Thumbs. Uh, great, great first entry into into this world. Uh, anything on Image that can possibly be a massive smash success. Uh, I think this stands up there with the rest of them. Uh, my next one is going to be Silver Surfer Black. I loved uh story itself. I kind of want a little bit more from it, but that doesn't mean it isn't fantastic for what it is. My next one is also Silver Surfer Black. Uh, holy crap, I can't wait to see how this thing turns out. Yeah, we're going to split the difference or not. Yeah, okay. we're going to find out. My number two is going to be Leviathan. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was amazing. Not fun. It was sad, depressing in a way too, because it destroys a lot of the core parts of the DC universe. But nothing happened. But for even with all that, it's just so well done. Yeah, buddy, you and I are are in line this month. For That's the first terrifying. Time ever, the world is frozen over. You've had a child, so you finally come to your senses. That must be it. <laughs> I've been Leviathan. Even though I've already had a child as well. <laughs> you you have a kid? Yeah. Uh, the one that just got born, right? I'm not talking about the 25 that don't know I'm their father. <laughs> I mean, Leviathan was yeah. fun. Um, it was good, and I really want to see where it goes and what happens after. Um, Leviathan could be a amazing villain. It might not be, but we're going to... Yeah, that's a good point. Like The payoff could suck, but I, I'm on board right now. Right now, my interest is peaked. Yep. Uh, so that means our number one for both of us is Superman Year One. Uh, like we talked about, this wasn't a critic's favorite, but we both seem to like it a lot. I said it was a masterpiece, and I don't. Yeah, I will not not say that ever. Do you, you have any issues? Is going to be three, like most black label stuff. Yeah, so well, it's going to be two hundred and forty pages. Well, that should be twenty five issues <laughs> of of eighty pages a piece. Yes, yeah, so one for every kid that I don't acknowledge. <laughs> yeah, it should be. You're one hundred percent right. Oh my god, this John Romita's art is holy shit, it's so yeah. good. John Romita Jr.'s art, sorry. Yeah, yeah, come on. Uh but yeah, I mean this I thought the bottom of the barrel this month was really weak, but I thought the top of the, the cream of the crop was really strong this month. Well, I too. thought again, like we've been 
pretty lucky the last few months. There have been so many good things that come out um, that I'll basically be able to pick up seven or eight books that are really good. So we're splitting hairs a lot of the time here, but I think the top really separates from the bottom really well this month. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's Tenchman Comics. Uh, next week, we're going to be jumping back into the Marvel Universe for full, and we're going to talk about the last Marvel Phase 3 film with Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes, I cannot wait to see it. Uh, I am buying my ticket now. Well, you should put down your phone because we're recording a podcast. Uh, as always, you can email us at hinchmanofcomics at gmail.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we talking to me? I was buying my ticket for the <laughs> Far From Home. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and like and subscribe. We like that kind of shit when you do that. It makes it makes our wieners happy and our hearts. For the Hinchman of Comics, I'm Alex Eschback. And I'm trying really hard, guys. Hinchman ain't easy.